You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Okay, let's do it. Let's get going. I'm psyched. I'm pumped. Jimmy? I'm not. I'm not either of those things. I'm very, I'm very much not psyched or pumped. I'm, I'm not as pumped as Grant Williams was after he did, like, one good thing. Let's and go, then Jimmy. Get in there. Get in there. Yeah. He, he did one good thing and then decided to rub it in Jimmy Butler's face and then proceed to get bullied on national TV. Just when you thought I'm going to make both was going to be the most embarrassing thing of, of Grant Williams's uh, year or career, he goes and he pokes the boogeyman, Jimmy Butler, and proceeds to uh, be on the receiving end, uh, if you will. Of- Grant Williams <laughs> should never be allowed to speak to another starting player on another team ever should again. Be- okay. It must be, dude, like, what you, like, that is why Grant Williams, that is why Missoula doesn't play Grant Williams, because he's probably so freaking sick and tired of the guy. Yeah. Anyway, and, and, and by the way, I like the I like the fire and I like the like all that stuff. I want to see the energy out there, but you gotta know, like the omega doesn't pick on the alpha. It's fine. You gotta know. It's fine. We've we've got bigger we'll problems it. here. I know, I know, I know. But that's just I'm hot on that right now. I'm, I know. I hear you. I'm there's, hot there's on a, everything. I'm hot on everything. There's a lot. Uh, my my mind's my mind's all over the place, just like it was with game one. It's a little bit more settled here. You know, it's again, I'm probably going to have to slow play some rage because it isn't rage as much as it is like the Celtics look bad. Their players it's, are playing bad. It's a lot of like, things. Like Jalen Brown was uh, objectively horrible in, uh, in every capacity, almost every single thing that he did all night long. Marcus Smart was horrible. Al Horford was horrible. horrible. They were all horrible. Terrible. So, a- again, you can sit here and say, I mean, what's the Celtics' problem? I don't know what problem? happened to Al Horford, man. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. What's the Celtics' problem? The Celtics' problem is they believe in their talent above all else rather than a particular system or anything that they do. And they think just by showing up, having more talent is going to win out ultimately. And a lot of times they're right. Tougher against a, a well-coached team and a disciplined team and a tough team like Miami, as they learned in Game 1. But they came back in Game 2 and kind of did the same sort of thing, uh, just thinking they would just – play and, and win and they're just kind of freestyling it and doing whatever uh and it just didn't work that the talent that they the the talent gap that's supposed to be there does not appear evident it does not appear that the celtics players are better than the heat players it doesn't appear that they're playing better than the heat players um there's stuff to pick on with joe as there always is 
people are going to scapegoat him for the entire loss. I don't think so, but I absolutely think he ate shit again tonight. Um, he did some stuff right, um, but other stuff is, is baffling. Playing Grant in the first place, one might say, wow, nice job by Joe pulling a rabbit out of the hat at first. But I don't say that because if Grant was effective now – then what the hell are right. you doing not playing him throughout the whole playoffs? It's stupid. The first thing I thought of was, like, this isn't a good look for Joe. <laughs> Grant being effective is a bad thing for Joe. So, right. I mean, again, they the Celtics look, like, rudderless, I guess is the best way. Um, and I, how much is that on the coach? The coach doesn't call every play. It's not like Eric Spolstra's out there, like an offensive coordinator, telling them what to do. The Heat just know what to do, how to get into their sets, how to get what they want to get to, when to just let Butler do his own thing and get out of his way, when to ISO, bam, clear out, have him just back Horford in there, how to get shooters free. They just do it. The Celtics don't do it. They're out there on their own. Their spacing is brutal. And they have, I mean, the, I, I tweeted this earlier, and it got a lot of, like, a lot of love. Nice. No, it wasn't my goal. It was just an observation. But the Eric, Should I Eric retweet Spol- it for you? Eric Spolstra was mic'd up, and he said something here, oh, and it right. was so depressing, which was, guys, just, guys, all they can't win unless they hit their threes. So all you got to do is kind of continue on with our perimeter defensive approach here and just not allow them, you know, not leave their shooters free and make sure we're defending the line. And they can't beat you. He's saying that to their second unit. He's basically saying these guys are so predictable and easy to defend that if you do this one thing I'm telling you to do, you can't possibly lose to them. And that's just crazy to me. And he's right. And he was right. That's the depressing part. Depressing. It's... It's obvious, right? They're easy to play against. But we've said it all year. Like, when they hit their shots, they win. When they they don't, they lose. Like, they don't create those shots. They don't play the physical interior basketball tonight. What was it, like, five minutes left in the game, John? We were were all texting, and I was like, it just feels like the Heat aren't going to, like, miss a shot. Or, like, they're either going to go to the line or score. And you're right. They they just have a – they have a better – how do you say, like – they know who they are. Everyone on that court knows their role. They know where the ball's going. They know when it should go there. Freaking Gabe Vincent stepped up tonight late. Uh, and when it's the Celtics, you nailed it. Rudderless is a good way to put it. But if Joe Mazzou is supposed to be steering that ship, then he takes some of the blame. I think the fact that they are so clueless with what they're supposed to be doing and who's supposed to be doing it and when, I do, I do think some of that does fall on Joe. I mean, the late-game execution, John... This isn't just a recent thing. We've talked about it all year long. In close games, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know I'm right. In close games, these guys tend to flounder. They tend to turn the ball over. They don't maximize their possessions. They don't make the right decisions. And the opposing team, if it's a tie game, and I said this to a buddy of mine, or he said it to me and I agreed, if, if it's a tie game under two minutes left to go, you, you go to go with the Heat in that situation. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened because they they just play sound basketball. And if you're the Celtics, you're flailing all over the place. You don't know if you're coming in or if you're going. Grant Again Williams is triple pump faking in the lane trying to get a shot up over Bam. What are you doing, man? Like, yeah, when, Bam when, was when a I, beast. When I texted you guys with like five minutes to go, I was like, predictions? Nobody said Celtics. <laughs> sad, Nobody but, did. Sad but true. 
Yeah, and I wasn't trying to be a downer either. It just, like, felt like that's the way it was going. And it's this damn shame because, what, they were up, like, what, like, 13 or or something around there in that fourth quarter, and they let the heat go. Maybe maybe it was – I don't know if it was 13, but it was was around double digits, let's say. And they just can't put their foot on these guys' throats. It's the other way around. It's like Jimmy Butler finds a little opening, and he goes in for the kill, you know, and he just does it over – and over, whether it was Grant, you know, whoever. Um, and again, you want to talk about Missoula, Grant was in there way too long, John. So, um, long John. Grant was in there way too long. So that was, uh, you know, a, a coaching issue. Going back to Horford, I thought was a coaching mistake. All of it. Tatum um, sat too t- long. Tatum sitting too long. Grant and Tatum again. too long. You sit Tatum to start the fourth too long. He doesn't get into any rhythm. He had zero he, points for the majority no of that fourth quarter. Field goals made again That's in right. the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. Ugh. So there's no flow. There's no direction out there. No one's leading this ship. And this is what you have to show for it. And it's not the first time. There's a pattern here. And then and when so, he comes in, what happens? Super disappointing. He's he's dist. He's out. He's out of sorts. He has to force because things have fallen apart. And then he starts turning. You know, he almost turned it over four times in one possession. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, he got bailed out on one that he turned it over. Incredible huh? how bad it was. Marcus Smart was freaking terrible tonight. Jalen Brown was terrible tonight. I mean, three of your five starters were terrible. At least Joe figured out double big was over after the first stint and never went to it again. Started White. White was good. He forgot about him. He left him on the bench 23 minutes tonight. That's it. I, Smart was terrible, and, and Smart closed the game. Al was terrible, and Al was I, in I there. I don't understand that. Yeah. So really some really, that. really bad, really bad coaching. There was a stint in the second when Miami went on their crazy run, 21-2 run. He had basically – they're playing zone, and he had nobody out there who could handle or distribute the basketball. This is a great. This is a great message. We play so much hero ball with no hero. So true. Yeah. It's so true. They're not working the ball around. They're not. They're not. You know, making yeah. plays. They're not even. They're not even using their timeouts uh, at the end of games. You could have used a timeout on an inbound and yeah. got a quick three. And maybe kicked. maybe yeah. goes in. Instead, you're dribbling up. You're wasting four or five seconds. You do it again. It's just like. It's the same crap. It really is the same crap. So, I'm not. So I know your your rage isn't there yet, John. But I have a feeling by the end of this it will be. I mean, this you're down 2-0 now. You lose both your home games. You play like shit at home all postseason. I wonder if Jalen Brown will will come cry to the fans that they didn't have the energy tonight. I wonder if that was the case tonight too. I mean, really, what are we even talking about now? These guys continuously let down the fans, and they want to and they want to talk about energy and all this stuff how about you show up for the fans well that was it and again not going back to let's let's make this show uh you know a a replaying of john zanis tweets but at the half hold on i'm gonna retweet it hold on at the half i said it again like who's who were the who were the critical guys in post game last time jimmy the the guys who were critical of the you know who were throwing the wheeze around and saying about energy and focus brown smart And those two guys tonight, yikes. Those two guys tonight didn't do any of the little things, didn't do any of the big things, did none of the medium things. Uh, you know, uh, you know, they did none of the any things. They did nothing. Jalen Brown, I'm sorry. I, I don't I don't know where his head is, man. This isn't a either. bad shooting night. This is a guy who fell asleep on backdoor cuts, didn't box guys out, was late 
was late getting out on shooters, was getting picked off of screens uh, easily, uh, you know, was overhelping at times, was not helping at, at, at times when he needed to. A complete disaster on the defensive end. Offensively, nothing going at all. Every shot was a force. Absolute tunnel vision. Just gets the ball and shoots. Doesn't matter what's going on there. You had that stretch there late, Jimmy, that we were talking about. And it made a horrible first half. But then right at the end, you have Jalen Brown traveling. Jalen Brown falls asleep on a backdoor cut. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown gets an offensive rebound and tries to go up against three much taller people and gets a shot blocked in one sequence in there. Just lack of any awareness whatsoever. A, a real, real, real disappointing game for Brown. I mean, really, really bad. Yeah, it's tough because, again, he's almost like a microcosm of the team. You just don't know what Jalen Brown, what Jalen Brown's going to show I have no up. idea. You just yeah. don't. And he, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, sometimes he starts these games and he's super engaged and he's pacing the team and he's dropping 15 points in the first quarter and, and all that stuff. And he's the most, most athletic guy out there. And then, like you said, he looks like a space cadet out there uh, at other times where he's just not engaged, he's not in the right position, and becomes a liability. I mean, they sat he him for – He looks like he's sleepwalking When they times. sat him in smart for a stretch, Celtics went on a Zoom. big run, a big run. Was it that 17-2 run that they went on? Or was it that – It might have been 19-2, and that's exactly what it was. And that was the lineup of Brogdon, Grant, uh, Rob, Tatum, and – White? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, White. Yeah, and uh, White had a good bounce back game. He had a couple of big shots tonight, and, and it looks like he's somebody that should have played more as well. So, And maybe that's an adjustment that we'll see on, on Sunday. I don't who the hell knows, but it's tough, man. I don't want to – I don't want to – I want to keep it to this game tonight. I don't want to start looking ahead and thinking about if they lose the series to the Heat, what happens to the, to the makeup of this team. I don't want to go there yet. Um, that's jumping ahead, but it's hard not to think a little bit like that when you are constantly faced with these disappointing outcomes. There's something fundamentally wrong with this group of guys because, as we said before the series started, we all had the Celtics. Well, you kind of had the Celtics, but you also might have had the Heat too. I, I, I like I said, I struggled. I, I, I struggled. Um, I really did. The talent. Part of me me really wanted to go resoundingly, and I just couldn't do it. I know. To to go heat. I really wanted to. Because you would have. No. Because then the Celtics would have won in five, and you would have looked like a damn fool. No, no. It's just like I said. I went with what should happen, and I feel like exactly should win this series. Instead of what I thought thought was going to happen. It doesn't matter. I'm going to own it. I went with what I thought should happen. Right. And I, I, you have to rethink that. Is I don't know why we have this illusion of who the Celtics are when they so, keep showing us who they are. That's where I was get going with this. Is that you know we we go make our predictions. We look at the team on paper, right? We look at the names and we look at what they're capable of and what we've seen them do in spurts throughout the year, and we say, okay, well the Celtics are much better than the Heat. All that toss it all out the window now. It all means nothing. If you're watched this, if you've watched these first two games and you knew nothing about basketball, you knew nothing about these two teams, you would say that the Heat are a, a much more talented team based on what you've seen. Even though the Celtics have probably won maybe you know, a number of quarters and all that stuff, Joe Mazzula will tell you how, how they won you know, three quarters in game one. Um, it doesn't matter. When the, when the game is on the line, when, when shit goes down and it matters, it's very clear which team is more cool, calm, collected, and... Uh, talented and it's the heat 
whether it's Butler, whether it's Bam, who was just a force down low with the offensive rebounds late in the game tonight. That was pathetic by the Celtics, allowing him to get, I think it was two on the same possession. He got one, then it was a foul. Then I think he got another one, and he put the dunk. He just threw that dunk down and then just screamed over everybody. I I imagine the arena was completely silent at that point. Um, Gabe Vincent, you know, Struess. Uh, doing the electric slide as Reggie Miller put it on the sidelines. But, I mean, these are guys that are stepping up in the absolute most important moments of their careers or when they need to. And they're showing that screw what the statistics show or what the record shows. They're just as talented, if not more, than the guys that everyone assumes is going to win this game. The Celtics were 10-point favorites tonight. And I think they were eight-point favorites in game one. If you're just betting money line against the Celtics at the start of the playoffs, you're probably a millionaire by now because of how many... Because think about it, John. They were probably huge favorites against the Hawks. They lost two. Huge favorites against the Heat, and they've already lost two. And they were favorites in every game against the Sixers, and they lost three. These guys are not holding up their end of of, of the bargain of what it is. I mean, it's 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 just obvious at this point. They're not, they're not who we thought they were. Denny Green they, would, or, would or, not or, be saying, yeah, or or, or if you're Expostra, if you're Expostra, you are saying they are who we thought they were. <coughs> that was if you're so a Celtics fan. Yeah. I don't know how you're gonna spin this one. These Celtics fans, a lot of the Green teamers out there, who you know you can't say boo about the Celtics. I have a feeling that they're pretty quiet tonight because you can certainly say boo. Jimmy, it's our job as analysts. Uh, and uh, media members to be supportive of the Celtics, as I've been told. Right, we don't want to run them multiple out of town, times right? on Twitter we don't, we because don't you don't want to say something and have Jalen Brown leave, do you? Right now, the entire <laughs> ch- the entire chat is like, Jalen Brown, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but if if, if yeah. the Celtics get swept in this series against the Heat and Jalen Brown asks to leave, John, you're right in the logo. Your reason yes. number one. And Sherrod's number two. He's, he's Sherrod, number you two. Can't, What's up, guys? Sherrod, you can't go to the head rub this early What's up, in the bro? show. Yeah, you, you got to give us 15 that's minutes That's like the 50-minute mark. John, rub. I've been at the head rub mode from the freaking third, end of the third quarter. <laughs> My gosh. What the heck? Listen. Um, Sherrod was pissed after game one. I'm actually I a was, nervous. I'm I a was. little nervous. I, for, I, that's the thing is I am going to be less angry because I want you to have room to be more angry. Here's what pisses me off more than anything else. It seems as if everything that the Celtics are doing to try to combat what Miami is doing is like on a delayed timer. Like everything is like, like Grant Williams plays pretty good in game two. He should have been in game one. Uh, Some of the timeouts that they called in game two should have been called in similar runs in game one. It's like they they, double big. Should have been abandoned before the start before of game start. two. When exactly. it was evident in game one, it didn't work. It and was we evident. all thought it would he, be. He already abandoned it in game one because he only played them together nine minutes. He knew it was a bad idea then and then forgot two days later and started and then, them again. And started the third quarter. You've got the small lineup out there. Wow. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Got it. This is this is just mind blowing. That and it really, you know, we we could talk about all the different mistakes they're making, but the bottom line is this: Miami is a more mentally tough team. Malcolm Brogdon alluded to that the other day, where he talked about, you know, at this point, it's not about X's and O's and talent; it's about mental toughness, and he's right. And that's not good for the Celtics. I mean, when you got freaking Gabe Vincent, 
who missed six of his first seven shots. He's the guy that's delivering daggers uh, late in the game. When you got Jimmy Butler, who was basically kind of just relaxed, cool. You know, had a little bit of that, you know, the happy face coffee that he likes to drink. It was just, just real mellow. And then Grant, bless his heart. Grant was, I thought we were going to have Grant Appreciation Day. But then he pissed Jimmy off. And Jimmy became just a different. Bobby thought that Jimmy. too. Bobby thought he was yeah. going to come on here and take a victory lap. Well, Can thing, you believe the, the, that? This is the thing. I mean, Grant, not only did he piss him off, but then he had to guard him, and and he allowed Jimmy to get to his sweet spot along the baseline. I mean, I don't know. I would much rather see Jimmy try to penetrate, go to the middle, than just shoot that damn fadeaway baseline because that shot is money. He has made millions, literally made millions off his ability to knock down a shot. Um, this was uh, – you know, the season is not obviously officially over, but damn, um, this game is about mental toughness, and Miami Sherrod. has been far and away the more mentally tough team. Sherrod, I don't want to pick on Grant, but for him to – and I already, I already brought this up right off the top. The fact that you opened up your your statement with that knows exactly what you're going to do. Jimmy, we all know that nothing, in the, nothing anyone says matters before the butt, okay? Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to pick on him, but but. <laughs> He, he he didn't get picked on picked on enough as a kid, I don't think, because if he did, I don't think he would be as reckless and wild as he is out there in the courtyard. How do you go at if you're Grant Williams? How do you go at Jimmy Butler, knowing well, for, what Jimmy Butler is capable of, and knowing that you just you just you can't you can't spook the boogeyman, okay? Like but, you don't poke the bear, you don't you, like the boogeyman's going to get you in the end, and that's exactly what happened. Jimmy, one of the things about Grant, and I would say this, this, it counts for, I'd say, 99.8% of the players in the NBA. They are irrationally confident about their ability. They believe that's that fine. because they're well, – but, but, Jimmy, but, that, but that's, the, that's, that's the point. Grant feels that, yeah, Jimmy's a good player, but, shit, I'm a good player too in his mind. I can, I can do some things out there too. And I want to be in that his, mind. When he kept his mouth shut and just let just the game play out. He was right. He I thought for the most part when he was on Jimmy, he did a pretty deep he did as good a job if not better than most of the other guys. But the minute they had that little spat, Jimmy was just like, "Oh." Oh. Okay. Jimmy laughed in his face. Well, the disrespect, the disrespect. Well, the, the, that picture is not going away. That video well, the, clip is not going going away. I mean, Grant and game Jimmy one, Bob. it was Peyton Pritchard, who Jimmy was just like, wait a minute, Have you got to be kidding me. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen a player of Grant's caliber no. go at a player of Butler's caliber? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm it, sure it has happened. Not, I know it's happened. I know, but I can't but it's recall. Like, you're not on the same plane of existence, okay? Like, it's like, not, it's not. You're the, a skid mark on the no, pants of the league no what there's one thing to get mad about there's one thing to get look we just watched dylan brooks do it to lebron so obviously it happens but like then he got eviscerated by media and fans alike and then memphis basically said we don't want you back even though we don't have to say that now but we we're so eager to tell you that we don't want you here that we're just going to kind of leak it the celtics i don't think will go that far but celtics nation yeah they probably they're there i think like there were already however many nails go in a coffin let's say there were 20 19 of them were in there this was the 20th one okay this was it like i that was it He's, i mean that's the it's like I 
I can't trust He's Leroy you Jenkins. Not, I cannot trust you to not be an idiot. Like, to not do the thing I don't want Damn you to it, do. Leroy. And you know what? And he was trying so hard. You could tell. You could because there. Were, you could, I mean, Grant. Let's face it. His his instinct is to run his mouth. That's that's what he wants to do. And he has done everything he could to bottle it up. But damn it, he, of, of all the different periods in his life and his time in Boston to flap his gums, this was probably the worst one. Dude, you absolutely had because you had this game. Jimmy was kind of checked out for the most part. Jimmy was, was gassed, and you had an opportunity, and you mocked you it. You lit the fire, man. You. you... Of all the guys in the league, that's the one guy that you probably should. They were do going that down. This isn't Tobias Honestly. Harris. This isn't you know. Uh, right. Maxine. Exactly. This exactly. isn't James Harden. This is freaking Jimmy Butler. I know, yeah. Dude. I mean, I still don't think Jimmy needed this uh, in order to, to 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 pull it around, uh, but he did. He didn't um, need it, you know. but he got it and he used it to his but advantage. He got it anyway. We are going to uh, we're going to pause just for a second. I want to get Sherrod's take on some of the Joe stuff. Joe, he did start talking about how they're a little late to do a few things, and I totally think that that's reasonable. But I also want to talk. We about just this. talked about that. But I'm, to I'm saying on top yeah. of the late, I want to talk about some things that just flat out didn't happen and why they didn't happen. Um, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So... Sherrod, we talked about late. Let's talk about what things that didn't happen. Again, the easiest thing to nitpick when you're, you know, when you're on the sideline and watching is who you played, rotations, not playing. But there are those moments in time when everybody all screams out at once, what are you doing? And, like, there was a couple of those in this game. I, I, I think in the fourth quarter, for sure, I think sticking with Grant too long was was something obvious. Way, way, way too long. Clearly overstayed his welcome. I think Joe was happy it was working, but whatever. Um, the, the other one was Rob. Rob was so much, so clearly more effective than Horford, and White was so much clearly more effective than Smart. I know you want to go back to your guys. I know that's your starters, but that just feels like AI robot you know, who didn't, who hasn't learned enough yet, programmed before the game to, to do what you're supposed to do in the game and then just didn't, you know, as you said, late, late to figure it out. Maybe next game he'll read the situation and play the guys who are playing better. But in this game, so. th these guys were playing poorly and you were getting really good performances out of the others. They were more effective. I don't understand going with what they went with. And he sat Tatum way too long as well. So again, all of these things are things that I think almost like universally, everyone's like, what are you doing, man? Um, and, I, you know, it's still not the reason. The reason was the, the players who were on the court simply couldn't execute while the other team could. But all of these things is just, I just not helping. Felt like coaching chat GBT was out yeah. there where it, where this just wasn't real. Like yeah. this was just this was like some computer spitting uh, out some numbers yeah. and this. You is will close the game with Harford and yeah. Smart. I mean, this was. Uh, and, and, and again, I, I, I hate the starters. I hate starters. <laughs> Finish with the starters. 
This was not a good, this was not a smart game that he coached. Uh, it just wasn't. I mean, you're up by 12 points in the fourth quarter in a must-win type game at home. you got to find a way to, to win that thing. You've got to pull out all the stops. When you you know your team, you should know your team by now to know that a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter is not anything remotely close to being safe. And the minute that lead got down to like maybe seven or five, I'm trying to stop it then rather than let it play out for a couple more possessions. The next thing you know, you're That's calling a timeout and it's a tie score. Again, yeah. everything comes too damn late. And it's been like this for most of the yeah. postseason. And, but there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of coaching by numbers sort of stuff that Joe does. Uh, and I know there's a you know a, a, an issue here, but how about coaching lot- by what you see? How about coaching by instinct? But, how about coaching by what's happening, what's not happening? Yeah. Let's try but, that for a change. Absolutely. I mean, it's again, you're supposed to feel things out. And kind of get a read and a feel for for the game, who's on the floor, whether it's effective, whether it's effective versus the other lineup versus effective what they're doing. You have them in their going zone. You might need a particular lineup in there to combat that. The guys you have out there aren't going to be able to, to, to do it. Any lineup that doesn't have Jason Tatum when Miami goes zone is doomed. Okay, so the Jalen Brown led lineup in that second quarter when things went to cra- when they when they pissed that lead away was bad. It was really bad. You could see that. They didn't have enough people to be able to pass and to beat that zone. And Joe just let it happen because it is time for Jason Tatum to get a rest. We must put him on the bench, you know, and it was predetermined. <laughs> so, like, that's what happened there. <laughs> he must get a But then uh, there's all, all there's so much coaching by numbers, which is, like, which is like, you know, the shots that they're willing to live with and how they play their defense. And if those shots are falling, they just keep letting them fall. So it's like, you know, you know, again, you know, I don't want to keep going into my, you know, computer Joe mode, but it's like, let them take contested to, you know, let them take right. twos, long twos are good. So they, what they do, they stare at guys who have an open jumper, friggin' practice jumper, and they're like, that Joe said, let them take that shot. So I'm not even going to extend. I, like, they don't have anything better to do. There's no reason for them not to contest, but they'll just sit there and watch them take it like that's a Mm -hmm. that's a good shot for the opponents to take joe told me you know threes are good to take it doesn't matter how early in the clock it doesn't matter that you didn't get paint touches it's just oh open three take it and that's what they did a little bit in the first half a lot of jalen's shots some malcolm ones were rushed they didn't get a single paint touch on any of their uh any of their threes in the first uh you know in the first quarter at all they weren't moving the ball inside out at all so a lot of that stuff is Joe wants us to take threes. Joe wants us to let them take long twos. But it has nothing to do with what's going on the basketball court at that time or what's necessarily the right thing to be doing. Exactly. It's not no, not understanding like the flow of the game and like what's happening out there. If you, you have to play within the game, right? So they only took 35 threes tonight. They shot below 30% from three. The Celtics did. So Spolstra is 100% spot on shot. I don't know if you caught it because you were at the game. But he was caught in the huddle. John, what exactly did he say? Because He's heard- caught in the huddle, basically, talking to that second unit when the Celtics are going on a run. He said, guys, just do what I told you. Like, just if they if they don't hit three, if they can't hit their threes, they can't win. So he's basically telling his second unit, if you do the one thing I told you to do to beat this team, we're going to beat them easily. They cannot win this game unless they do this thing, which I know what it is. And I know how easily we can stop it. So just do what I told you to do. And that's it. And, 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 and I mean, it was so depressing because it's kind of sadly true. 
It is. It is. And, and the thing, the thing about the zone defense, you knew that they're going to do that at some point. And the thing that the, the way that you're, you're taught to attack a zone is you don't shoot threes. You you dribble, drive, attack, force that zone to sag or collapse and either kick it out or look to hit the floater. And they weren't looking to do that. Or if you, if, if the thing, there were a couple of times where they would pass the ball to Rob, who's at the freaking free throw line or between the free throw line and the basket, and he'd kick it out. I'm like, shoot the damn wide open shot because Bam is not going to let you get any closer to the rim. There were so many opportunities for them to get easy, uncontested shots that they just say, no, we're not going to take this, this easy, uncontested two. We're going to take a lightly contested three or tightly contested three instead. Um, it's, it's, it's as if they don't seem to understand the fact that you have to make on-the-fly adjustments and take what the de- literally take what the defense is giving you. If they're contesting your threes, then you got to be able to finish at the rim. I thought the game plan early on was a good one. Uh, you looked at they, they looked like they were trying to get some some action established around the basket, try to draw Bam a little bit away, get Marcus to uh, do some things and like that. Uh, that was just that was a smart game plan. And then they just kind of said, oh, you know what? We're done. We tried mm-hmm. for like five minutes. We're good. Just, oh. yeah. I was just reading to the chat. By the way, guys, I'm not. I'm not blaming Grant Williams for the loss. I just wanted to comment on that stretch of play because I thought it was. No, Grant was wasn't the reason they lost. Of course no, not. It comes well, to it comes, just did, just did Yeah, I mean, on, honestly, yeah. He did, but, but we were just talking about how, how again, another Missoula issue. Why has it been so long since we've seen Grant in, in, in a game? Clearly, he's got enough, you know, he's capable of helping in a number of ways on both ends yeah. of the court. So, you know, that's something that Bobby will probably hit on a little bit later. But um, it comes down to, and we haven't even we haven't even criticized these guys nearly enough yet, and they're, they're the two stars of the team is Jalen Brown. I mean, Jalen and uh, Jason Tatum and Brown. Look, what do you got? I wanted to get, I just got Joe. I just wanted to get some Joe sound. And then let's hit on Jalen after that, because we, Jimmy, we talked about it briefly, but I, I don't, I don't understand where he, what he was doing tonight, but here's Joe talking about, I mean, what's everyone saying about why the heat are winning mental, you know, they're tougher, right? They're tougher mentally. Yeah, they are. Um, here's Joe talking about, they're like that. mature. Joe, is this a point where it's mental was, I mean, it, it seems like they know they can get you guys. They know they can catch you guys. Um, they didn't seem to panic. You guys seem to have just the yips a little bit. Is it mental at this point? And yeah, I mean, you, it, sorry. sorry. And how do you get out of that mentality where you think you're playing not to you're playing not to lose? I mean, I think, that, like you said, it's a series of discipline and a mindset. So, yeah, it's mental from the standpoint of who can make um, the right plays at the right times, who can make the simple plays, who can win those details and those margins. So, yeah, it's definitely mental. Joe, yeah, and that's not good for the Celtics because Miami came into this as the tougher team mentally, and they're going to leave this series as the tougher team mentally. You were hoping that the Celtics' talent would be enough to override that mental toughness and that it wouldn't become a game uh, of wits where you've got to make the smart plays down the stretch to win. And it just hasn't been that case for the Celtics. They've allowed Miami to be in the game all night long and Miami in that situation that's exactly what they want because they know they're going to make the plays down the stretch and the Celtics are um I would I'd like to comment on one thing on that um soundbite as well he's right on the mental thing um uh look at notice Joe's demeanor there uh especially look who was asking the question 
That was Gary. Yeah, it was Gary. Okay, Joe and Gary do this. Love okay? it. When, 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 when Gary asks questions. When Gary asks questions, Joe doesn't want to answer. Joe answered that and was very humble and was very respectful and looks a little bit shook up there um, because I think he's realizing this is hard um, and coaching is hard and, and playing against these guys is hard. And I'm not saying he's feeling that he's in over his head, but I think he's at least recognizing maybe I shouldn't be up here being defensive and combative with people because things are getting away from us right now and I got to figure it out. Lessons are always being learned, no matter whether you're a first-year coach or a 21st-year coach. And Joe is this is he's getting baptism by fire. I mean, he and is you can getting, see you can you see can it see on it. his face yeah. there. You can see and, it on his and, face. And and, yeah. and I know we're, we're upset and we're pissed and we're bothered by the fact that they're down 2-0. But I do believe, and I, I Joe is going to become a better coach because of this. I'm 100% sure that he's going to learn from this series and become a better coach, whether it's next year, two years from now, this is going, there's tremendous value in the schooling that he's getting from Spolstra. Cause Spolstra, again, he has a clear, he, it's not even that he has a post for his team. He's like, they, they're in his blood. They've got the, he knows exactly how to get the most out of his team, put them in positions to be the best version of themselves over and over and over again. And the one thing that Miami Heat do better than I think most teams <laughs> is they recognize the moment. They understand that those first 82 games, while they have value, this is where you're defined. This is where your legacy, your you know the, the way that you are viewed, the way that you're respected and disrespected, this comes out right now. Miami has been the – I knew – and we all knew they were the more mentally tough team, but damn, I did not think the ass kicking would be like this from a mental, mentally tough yeah. standpoint. They're just and getting, it is. And again, it's I. The reason I, you know, uh, you know, a lot of us are players. Players number one always get the biggest slice of the blame pie. But I, mm -hmm. you almost do feel bad for Joe at times because you recognize it's not a position he's supposed to be in. You know, so you there is some leeway there. The problem is, is again, the the one coaching matchup in the entire playoffs that you were really worried, uh, the you know, going up against where you could get worked a little bit is here. Um, and that's, and if the games are going to be tight and they're going to be, you know, contested and you've got to both make sure your team is mentally prepared to play and, and push the right buttons and, and get right. them, get, you know, get them in there and make adjustments and match a, a, a very smart, uh, you know, tactical coach that's asking a, a lot, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I, I think it's getting away a little bit here, um, and in a way that's kind of visible. Uh, but again, I'm not. I don't blame the coach. Humbling, perhaps. Humbly. Humbly. I'm humbly the best coach here. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm humbly the best coach in this media room right now. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. But it's like you know, you know, Joe gets a little defensive because I think he's insanely intense. You know, and he and he believes totally. in what he's doing, and he doesn't want to get questioned. And he, I, I've always thought this too. And I'm not just making excuses. I think it's friggin' bananas. That, that players and coaches after really big moments and really big games are thrown up there and, and forced to listen to us assholes, at, you know, ask them dumb, uninformed questions or whatever. Just ask them any questions. Obviously, they know way more than everybody in the room about what's going on. It, obviously, they don't feel like being necessarily questioned or picked apart, you know, or people, you know, coming at them with gotcha questions and their blood is up. You know, they mm -hmm. just got out of this battle 
and then they have to sit there and deal with it. So I, 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 I always do think it's tough there, and I think that's why he's responded the way he's responded. But I, again, you just got to look at some of the things that went on there. It's great to learn from it, but you don't have time to learn right now, and it's going to cost you. And that's the problem. It's going to cost you a trip to the finals, perhaps. Yeah. And some of the things that maybe could have been done differently that could have saved you a game or two along the way, which might be, you know, or a game which might be the difference. I don't know that he's he's able to do it. As you said, Sherrod, it's a really great way to put it. Everything's a little bit on delay. He's not processing in real time. A trip to the finals in one of the most wide-open years of getting to wide the finals open. that we've seen yep. in probably the last decade. Uh, and you are not going to make it happen. Um, you're going to have to do the un- unprecedented. I mean, and this isn't like, you know, years ago when, you know, the Celtics lost first two games at home because John Rondo was in Chicago and just playing out of his mind. Rondo got hurt. <laughs> People forget he got hurt, and that was the, the catalyst to them coming back that year. Uh, there is no one – the Celtics, there, there's nothing that they can lean on and feel good about going into game three. I mean, my, because Miami has shown that as long as they can keep the game close, they're going to find a way to win. Uh, and Miami, again, this was another game where they shot – really well. I mean, they shot better than 45% from the field. Uh, Three-point shooting was better than Boston. Uh, they're more, they've been more impactful defensively. Uh, you start looking at all the receipts that Miami is stacking up in this series, and the idea that Boston could win four of the next five against Miami is incredibly far-fetched. Um, I, I, yeah. It almost feels like, maybe, maybe I'm off, but it almost feels like this team or these guys, like they thrive off of like negativity, like being doubted. Like they're always trying to prove somebody wrong. And now it's like they're heavy favorites. And I wonder if that's hard for them to to get themselves fired up to go. I don't know. Like I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to explain to myself or try to figure out why they're having so much trouble uh beating some of these teams. And when you look at them individually, like Jalen Brown's always out to try to prove that he's an all-NBA guy. Tatum's out to prove everyone wrong that he's a first-team guy and that he's an MVP guy or, or whatever it is down the line. But so now it's like, okay, you are. We are all saying that you're those things. So what are you going to get fired up? What are you going to get fired up about? What are you going to get, uh, you know, who's out to get you at this point? Nobody. Everyone thinks that you guys are the much better team and that you should win this game. When they're at home, it's like, the support from the fans doesn't seem to do much. It's like when they're on the road and everybody's booing them and up against them, it's like they can rally around each other and try to prove everybody wrong and ruin everybody's day over there. So I'm trying to figure out like the mental makeup of this team. And I I can't because, you know, I don't think anybody can at this point, but I don't have any real rhyme or reason to why they show up the way they do one game and why they disappear on another game. And it's not... It's been all year, but I mean, John, we mentioned it earlier. You know, Jalen Brown tonight. I mean, who was that guy? You know, this is the same guy that, for a long stretch of the regular season, was the best player on the Celtics by well, far, and in parts of the playoffs too. So, again, it's so hard. People ask me, "Oh, what do you think is going to happen in the game tonight, or who's going to win the series?" It's like, honestly, dude, I have no freaking clue. Anyone who tells you they do is lying to you. There's no way to figure out this team. Again, they were ten point favorites tonight, even I- Vegas. The most knowledgeable, you know, handicappers in the world are completely clueless. But they're they're dumbfounded. They've lost their shirt on this. Team, ESPN sure. statistical model that had this at ninety seven percent chance that the Celtics are going to advance. But it's 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 a lot of things. Tonight was not an effort night to me. Tonight was a um, I don't know execution. What I'm 
I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing out here um, sort of night. You always talk about like, you know, the, you know, one of the great strengths of uh, someone like Belichick, you know, you know, cross sports reference here, but talking about the Patriots was always making the opponent play left-handed, do the things that you're not necessarily comfortable doing. I feel like some players are being taken out of their comfort zone, Jalen Brown being one of them, and he doesn't know what to do. He's, 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 he's put in a position where he's seeing a lot of bodies. He's, he's, he's forcing the issue. He's not able to get, you know, um, directly to the paint the way he wants to. Things are getting clogged up, uh, you know, early at the point of attack where, you know, they're sending bodies at him. Uh, so he's forcing things. He's just out of sorts. Um, and it's affecting him all over the court. I think a lot of different things, uh, a lot of players here are just kind of struggling to 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 react to things uh, that are happening to them in real time. Uh, but, again, I just some of it is just simply like just – just know what you're supposed to be doing. Like some of the stuff on defense, just getting confused, leaving guys open, you know, falling asleep on back doors and things like that. That's just, you know, you're going to credit Miami for all the things they do well, but you just can't beat yourself because they're not going to beat themselves. So they're not. they want you to beat yourself. They want you to turn it over. They want you to do dumb shit. Um, and that's just what they're doing right now. Yeah. I mean, Duncan Robinson getting layups at the rim repeatedly Duncan Robinson happened. Duncan Robinson also they they, they ran the same play to get Robinson an open three top of the key like three out of four plays in a row and they couldn't figure it out you know they, they, they were going under screens there and letting him just get to the top and shoot that you saw that's a layup for him luckily he didn't make every single one of them but he splashed two of them at a critical time just 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 dumb shit so um, it's been frustrating. Here's Rob talking about what's going on in the game. We're gonna. Rob was great. We're gonna talk about whether or not you want to you want to potentially make an adjustment here, uh, and and tweak the starting lineup even further in Game Three, uh, potentially doing what hasn't been done all year and putting Al to the bench. I don't think it's a ridiculous notion at this point. But uh, here's Rob. Rob, what did you see that broke down offensively in the fourth quarter? Um, you know, man, just effort. Um. Playing the right way the whole game, uh, honestly, in my opinion, and uh, trusting each other. You know, um, we got to gain that trust and keep that trust throughout the whole game. Do you feel like that waivers? Um, yeah, I mean, we lost, you know, so it's obviously something we um, we need to get together, man. Time is running out, you know. Um, we ain't got time for these these mess ups. So. Rob. Rob bringing some heat there. I like that. Yeah, he was. That, was, I mean, that might have been the most critical I've ever heard Rob. Ever. <laughs> it's life. Ever. It's that time. I mean, this the, the thing that I, I've always loved about the playoffs is that some in some way, shape, or form, the truth about who you are is going to get exposed. You are going to get exposed for better or for worse. And the Celtics, they've been exposed. They're not as mentally tough as we thought they were. Period. Uh, Miami significantly tougher mentally, and it's and that has been the biggest difference in the series. They're doing all the hard things, making all the hard plays, getting their best players to be as close to the best version of themselves as they can. Now, Jason Tatum, he's been actually pretty damn good in this series. He hasn't been great, but he's been pretty good. He's done enough to be 
a guy that contributes to a winning cause. But Jalen, I think, is taking a step back in this series. Derek White, I think, is taking a step back in this series. Al has taken several steps back in this series at both ends of the floor because not only is he knocking, he's not knocking down the corner three, but he's getting his ass kicked by Bam badly. Just that's that, that matchup has been just really, really bad. I, I didn't think it was a great one for him. I did not think it would be this bad. Uh, and so you're right, John, the point that you made about Rob. Rob needs to play more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First off, we want to welcome a new sponsor uh, to the Garden Report, yes. and that is Factor Meals. Oh, yes. Okay. Fa- yes, it is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. So forget about cooking. Just get yourself some Factor Meals, and you are done. It just shows up to your doorstep. It can fuel you up fast, ready-to-eat meals, save time, eat well, tackle everything on your to-do list especially now you're heading into potentially the summer months you want to be out more you want to be doing more stuff enjoying your free time who's I'm got time have some to cook? free time pretty damn soon we all are <laughs> i'm afraid you don't want to be in a hot kitchen uh you'd rather just be able to kind of get your meals eat you know prep them quick and go and that's what it does uh with factors fresh never frozen meals ready in two minutes and like i said right to your door you can get calorie conscious options here uh, calorie smart meals, 550 calories or less. Okay. Uh, there you go, John. Do whatever. Absolutely. Get the light stuff. Keto, calorie <laughs> wow. smart, vegan, veggie, <laughs> protein plus, anything you want, prepared by chefs, sent to you, uh, at your door, ready to go. So, again, all you have to do is go to factormeals.com, read it off the screen there. Slash garden 50. Slash garden 50. You get 50% off your first box. I like how it's garden 50. What's that? 50, 50 days to summer league? Is that it's what we're talking about off, you goof. Yeah, exactly. It's 50 days to summer league, everybody. Start the countdown. Yeah, you want to see, jokes some, tonight. see some of these? Look at this. Oh, ooh. oh, wow. Is that a there John Dennis pie? Is that shrimp? Uh, oh, you get drinks too? Did I miss ooh. that? You get good stuff there. So, I think yeah, I got check, myself a new check, stack. Check that out. If you check it out and you do support our sponsor, uh, as always, bang, T-shirt. That's what we do here. (laughs) Get a T-shirt. Fill out the form. I I should have played more tonight. This is one of the few games where – not the few, but this is one of the games I can remember recently where I'm screaming for Rob to be in the game late. Just because Al Horford usually finishes the game doesn't mean that you just have to put him in there automatically because that's how it, you know, typically is. Rob Williams was a was a plus tonight on the court. And he wasn't the only guy who was a plus that was sitting on the bench at the end of the game. Just because those guys typically sit on the bench at the end of the game? No. Play the guys who are effective in this game or in this series. N- nothing personal against Al Horford, but he has not looked like himself recently. And I think that's a big reason why double big isn't working. I don't think it's necessarily a double big issue. I think it might be an Al Horford issue. So... Whatever it is, you don't just need to fall back on everything that you've done just because of the sake of you, you've been doing it. Go with what's working for you. Play White. Play Brogdon. Play Rob Williams. Those guys are playing well for you. 
Am I wrong? I, or No, I mean, look, I mean, two of your best three players tonight weren't playing down the stretch. Uh, there you go. Make, make make that make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the tough part. Because is, of what? Because of the I mean, look, man, players typically play I, at this time I in get the it. Game. Here's the thing. This has always been the question. This is a question from early in the season. We talked about this. I, I said this. What what am I worried about with Joe? Is he gonna have the is he gonna have what it takes to yank a player like Smart or a player like Al when they're playing poorly and let someone else close the game? I said that is my number one concern yeah. for him. Mostly it was about the, Smart. About, about Smart being one of them because you had two capable players behind him. Right. But even when it came to Al, you know, but it very much focused on Smart. Will he be able to do that? And the answer has been no, no almost throughout. It's these are my guys. So Smart gets the same deferential treatment that you would give to Brown and Tatum. Smart's of, been playing. Of well course, Brown or Tatum, even in the worst day of their lives, are going to be. Again, we saw it with the one for fourteen Tatum game in Game Six mm -hmm. against Philly. Philly. Tatum and Brown get the benefit of the doubt. Doesn't matter if they're having the worst games of their lives. They're going to be out there to close. Okay. The other guys have not earned the benefit of that doubt. And that's what we said is you've got enough people to be able to rotate pieces around and play the game the way you want it and read the game. But he's not doing that. He's got his predetermined rotations. When you knew when Rob came in and when Rob was in the fourth quarter, for as long as he was, he was not in a position to be able to close the game because he just played a seven-minute stretch there and he came out at the five- or six-minute mark. That was it. Like – you're not you've already you, you messed it up already if your goal was to uh, was to close with rob you just played him too many minutes here and now you're not going to be able to bring him back you're going to have to finish same thing with with smart started on the bench there in the fourth it's predetermined that that's what he's closing with and it's just not the right it's just not the right way to coach it's it's not even coaching it's not even coaching at that point anybody can just oh it's this time right it's like handing someone a lineup in. card and then going yeah. upstairs and having a meal Right, so, GBT. Yeah. It's, it, Coach GPT. It's just on autopilot. At Marcus that point. comes in with five thirty-four left in the game. Yeah, it's, it's like, hey, I'm gonna go out for a half hour. Just make sure that this guy's in at this time and this guy's in at this time, and I'll be back at the end of the game. All right, yeah, like anybody exactly. can do that. I'm going to the Sunday bar. Yeah. Right, Joe Sway. Yeah. You already know Jimmy. Joe, Joe Sway is gonna come in and say, guys, I liked what I saw tonight. I got Celtics in six. Jalen was great. Jalen was great. <laughs> I like, I like one or not like. I don't know if I like their odds, but I made one prediction after a Celtics L, and I still can't live it down. I guess. <laughs> no, you have the floor. What's up, dude? Oh man, it's it's weird in there, guys. Uh, between oh, yeah, tell me. Between um, uh, Grant Williams' defensive, you know, I don't even know what to call it. His his we'll thought process that. as to why he played or or what he did out there. And compared to what other people saying about poking the bear, now Jalen Brown got that question. He, I don't know if you guys went over it, but I got it actually. I think I, we I haven't, don't know if we haven't gotten right any. Am I teasing it? Maybe I tease uh, it, but hold on, I don't know. Uh, I don't he know didn't even want to get into it. Why don't you tell us what you heard? Because we have no idea. Yeah, why don't you show. tell us? All right, all right, I was gonna tease it, but no, he just said he just said next question. So clearly, he, he doesn't even want to get into it. But um, you know, when you ask Grant Williams, I asked him. If he, one, did he know he was going to play tonight? And two, uh, if you didn't know, what do you think earned the opportunity? And he just went right into his response as to why he, why, what he brings to the team essentially. 
And he told me, uh, I'm ready for whatever coach asked me. Uh, no matter what, no matter what's said to me, no matter if I don't play, no matter if I play, I'm ready if Joe needs me. I came with an edge, mental, physical, and I'm going to continue to do that whether I play or not. I'm going to be there for my teammates. In terms of the strategy behind it, I have no idea. For me, I'm just going to come out here and play to to help this team win, and that's the number one priority. So I, I just, it, again, it felt very defensive. Um, it felt like, as if, like, you know, whatever people are going to say about me, let me get this out in front you know, mm -hmm. beforehand. And, and, you know, Jalen Brown is the first one, I guess, to, to get a question about Grant uh, specifically, or at least that incident between Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams. And uh, Jalen Jalen had his response, had his remark, and uh, Jason Tatum's going up next. Bobby's in there right now, so he should be back in a little bit, but Tatum's the last one to speak. Sherrod, is it weird? I, I've never understood this. Is it weird to not tell people that they're going to play? Yeah. I, I, I mean... I, if, if you're in a rotation, uh, you just know that. But if, if typically if you have in your mind as a coach that you're probably going to play a guy that night, you let him know that, you know what, well, you're going to probably get in there. So get ready. ready. Just yeah. a little one. Get ready. You're going to get some run. You don't have yes. to tell him you're going to play 24 minutes, but get ready. I'm going to use you tonight, all right? Just yeah. get, get, get yourself you, ready. Strange, right? If you've right? got that mindset going into the game that you're going to do that, yeah. But if you don't think about that and then you just you get to the game and like, yeah, let me just throw him out there now. Go, go get in. I don't understand why you do that because it it does it just doesn't make sense why you wouldn't play him, uh, particularly with his ability to be physical and Jimmy Butler because you don't have anyone who could do that. And I and I thought Grant before again that that little tiff out there I thought did a decent job. Uh, everything changed after that, obviously. But uh, whatever Joe Missoula doesn't see uh, with Grant. Uh, it's weird. It feels weird. It it, it doesn't really make it a lot. It feels punitive. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and yeah. I, I know Grant runs his mouth a, a bit, and and that could be problematic. But he's still an NBA player. He's still a guy that right. can help you. You can't win. make it personal if you're the head. He's still getting million, million, has... million dollars next year. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe over about that. Oh no, John. This isn't helping his cause. No, I know. No. I, I left this comment up because I think this is excellent. I think when we keep saying, oh, they're the more talented team, they're the more talented team, I agree with this comment. Hustle is a talent. Intelligence is a talent. Mental toughness is a talent. Instincts. Yeah. Instincts. All of these are talents, okay? Otherwise, it's not. you're not just out there like – doing mm -hmm. at the combine you know like it's not just oh this guy runs fast and jumps high and he made a hundred free throws in a row like what you do everybody looks good your, in shorts yeah it, what you do with all of your talent matters you know heart matters all of that stuff and i'm not saying they have none all i'm saying is i do believe a lot of people have said regarding this team that they are approaching games with a regular season mentality not mm -hmm. understanding it goes up like five notches it's not like you just click it up a little for the playoffs by the time you get to conference finals it goes way up okay and again i just it's the type of stuff you don't realize until you get older and you've had a four-year mm -hmm. drought of making the playoffs and you're like oh man i really wish i'd tried like much 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 harder back then it's not that they're not trying at all it's just requires more than you've ever given do the celtics look like they're giving more than they have ever given no no 
No, and you know what's worse? You know what's worse too? Like, not that the Heat should be afraid of them, but it's just more so in this game too that you can just tell there's there's no fear. They don't strike fear in this none. Game. The, the Heat absolutely lead. believe that they're beating this team. It's not like this isn't right. USA that, like, versus the Soviets where right. like we got a lead and we got to hold on to it. They're right. totally confident. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and, and the, the best example of that is uh, wiping out a, tw- a 12 point deficit in less than four minutes. Like, he's they're looking at each other like, we got this. <laughs> like, we could just get these guys on the ropes and keep them there until the fourth quarter. Okay. And then we go, we go past them. They, they won't be ready for, for whether it's a, a fatigue thing or just completely the, the wow factor behind the fact that they eliminated a double digit deficit twice, you know, in that, in that, uh, in that game. So. And it happened quickly too, man. I mean, Khalid Martin looked comfortable out there. Duncan Robinson is back. It's just, it's like they take turns, you know, those those role players that they have. And it's like, oh no, tonight it's my turn. And then you know, last the other night was, you know, someone else. And, and, and tonight it was it was it was Martin, man. Martin was doing everything he wanted out there. And um, all all those big plays and those type of production from guys like that, it all adds up. And they don't need another Bam or someone like that or. Is part you know like uh what Jalen is to Tatum they don't need that these guys just out hustle you and, yeah, and it's mental. It's all I'm, mental. I'm super impressed with Miami right now uh, and what they're Same. doing. I mean, I, I was impressed watching them beat the other teams as well. I didn't honestly think a, a great deal of the Knicks um, there. Uh, certainly, what they did to Milwaukee uh, every single game. I felt like a lot of that was the Jimmy Butler show. I just didn't. So that's why I think we might have viewed it a little bit lightly coming in, which is, yeah, Giannis was down and Butler lost his friggin' mind and they just absolutely took it to Milwaukee and they weren't ready for it. They weren't ready for that kind of heat that early in the playoffs. I thought the Knicks were kind of were totally a beatable team as well. So I just didn't see it. I thought Miami would scrap, but there'd be a couple of blowouts here where the Celtics would just overwhelm them and Miami would have to really scratch and claw to win the close games to be able to keep this competitive. So kudos to them. Here's Jalen Brown talking about, I don't know, whatever. Let's hear it. <laughs> is it is it mental? I mean, going back to the bubble, they just seem to, to, to be the tougher team down the stretch, games one and two. They just seem to, they know they can catch you. Jimmy knows he can get to his spots. How do you, is it mental? And how do you guys try to recapture that? where you have the edge? Just got to come out and fight, play basketball. I think uh, both of these two games, you know, they've been able to come out on top. But who's to say we can't come out on top in the next two games? Uh, we just got to come ready to play basketball. Can't lose our confidence. It's the first of four. Um, should make for a better story. OK. Sounds good. I OK. One win at a time. That's what Joe Mazzullo told me also. Just one win at a time. That's what he told the guys after this. That's what, that's what we've seen so far. One at a time, you lose game one. Okay, one at a time, let's run it back. Oh, we lose game two. How's, uh, one, at time, how's one at a time working so far? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll play the grand bike. Under 500 too. at home, Shrug. Here's the grand bike. Yeah. Did, in the playoffs. did Grant Williams make a mistake poking the bear with Jimmy Butler? Next question. Uh, in those moments when he starts to come alive, how does your team need to respond and, and kind of fight back against that? Um, defensively, just continue to fight. You know, this team is going to fight from beginning to end. They, that's what they do. And, you know, those little, those little moments of lapses, causes, giving up threes, not being into the body, offensive rebounds, you know, that stuff has an effect on the game. And 
we got to be better. I got to be better. <laughs> Jay literally had the uh, next question ready. I he did have it ready. What does it mean? By, okay, well, let He's me ask like, you guys right. this. What does it mean by him saying next question? Like, what is, what is, what is, it means what are we supposed no to comment. take from that? I know. It's a why it, it means know. that, it means that if he's telling you the truth about and answer the question truthfully, it's going to not go well in For the him. locker room. Yeah. Because we all know okay. damn well that when he poked the bear, Jimmy came alive. That's bad. That's but, bad. But also, you know what? And, and two things here. One, two things are true. One, Grant Williams did poke the bear and whatever, woke up Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler did his thing. Two, last time I checked, the Celtics had an all-NBA first-teamer and an all-NBA second-teamer. They had Derek White, who was all-NBA second-team defense. They have plenty of guys on that team who should be able to stop Jimmy Butler, okay? Let's stop acting like Jimmy Butler is a man amongst boys out there, even though... That he is what it looks been, like. Jimmy. That's what it looks like, right? But, and again, did Grant maybe do something stupid? Yes. Are the Celtics fully capable enough, or should they be fully capable enough to not let one person punk you up and down the court and flip the game like that? Yes. So, yeah, right. I want to blame Grant for being, you know, dumb in that sense. But I'm not letting these other guys off the hook for letting that happen. Man no, up. Man up. If you need to regroup, call timeout, and talk it out amongst yourselves, go ahead and do that. I know timeouts are foreign uh, on that team. But, man, you got to rally the troops together and just give it right back to them. Yeah. That's all. Well, what are we talking about here? I mean, yeah. yeah, like all those things are true. Grant Williams did something stupid, but shame on the rest of the team for not maybe having Grant's back a little bit more and backing him up and, and doing the same thing to Jimmy Butler. Knock him down a couple times. I don't know. you got to do something. This was a game where somebody should have said, "You know what? I got Jimmy. I'm, I'm gonna go take. I'm gonna take yeah. this challenge on. I, I'm gonna find a way to, to just shut this funnel off." But and Sherrod, me, they wouldn't let Payton into the game, though. I'm just kidding. Yeah. This way, if, yeah, I could, like, if I could like, I need to the rest of the night. I would right now. I totally would if I had that power. I would absolutely <laughs> shut up, Josue. Right the hell right now. Come on, that's a comic relief. Come on, Celtics fans. Come on, cheer up. It's Friday night. See, Joe, you too. Joe, you're too Friday. damn jovial about this shit. Hey, no, Celtics. No, they're get, in trouble, hey. man. No, don't get it twisted. They're in trouble. I'm just <laughs> trying to cut the tension here. I walked into the I room. Know you I'm are. Cool. I don't want to cut the tension. I want them. To, I want them to find a way to start playing better <laughs> basketball. Yeah. That's what I want. I want. I want to see them actually compete and not get mentally punked out there because that's yeah. what's happening. They're getting mentally punked. But see, that's the thing, though. The like the whole poke the bear thing. Like what? So, so it's Grant's fault. Like he's the no. one that, that got into someone's face. So it's his, yeah. it's not Grant's fault that they lost this game. Um, it's just right. embarrassing it's, for Grant. It's just yeah, right. It's, exactly. Exactly. it's, it's just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Grant it's, thought he it, had backup. It, it's, he just like looks, the, it's like the it's like the classic. back. That's the, the point. Oh, that was a shadow. He had backup. That's what he did not. He what Jimmy violent. said. Right. What Jimmy said is exactly right. He stood up to the bully, and everyone just had nothing to say. His friends. Exactly. He looked behind him and had nothing but a shadow. That's embarrassing. Everyone, they were running the other direction. And then Jalen's gonna go no comment after the game. I don't know, man. I'm not. No the comment they is weak ass shit. You gotta. Come You're one of the leaders it. of this team, man. Like, yeah. You speak up about say, Grant. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing yeah, for Grant. Would, embarrassing that no one stood by him. Yeah. The yeah, whole yeah, thing is embarrassing. Yeah, I would have preferred him to answer the question, but obviously not. He's not going to give you the answer you're looking for. Right. Just, exactly. But you know what, Show some support. His answer should be, 
we support Grant. We're glad to see him out there. He helped right. us out in a lot of ways, and he was, you know, political response. Exactly, he did, he did everything he could out response. there. And you know what? You know what? He got in. He got in Jimmy's face or whatever. And you know, emotions run high out there. And those two competitors are playing the game. We have Grant's back, and it's just disappointing that we couldn't, you know, prevent it from getting, you know, f- yeah, prevent the heat from, you know, going on that run after, you know, something Love, along those lines. Right. Love and trust. No it's, it's comment. A- like, come on, dude. Like, how is that showing support? How does that look like a team? That's a team. You're getting no comments at this point in the year. Right. At least come Grant. On. I think it is. I think the way he rationalized like that, that was by not commenting was me supporting Grant because I'm not going to throw him under the bus and say that. He didn't have to throw, throw him under, him under the, bus. the bus. You're right, Sherrod. I agree. That's his I think mentality. that's how he's processing it. Right. You're 100% right, and Jimmy's 100% wrong. right that it's the wrong tactic. Yeah, I, I, I agree. This loss isn't about Grant, but then if you don't say that, it's like, do you think it is? You know what I mean? Like Grant this. Williams gave us a massive spark off the bench, and I don't, I don't care who he goes at. We got his back. He played tough. We needed some toughness in this game, and Grant provided it. Done. These guys you know what? need it someone to tell yeah. them this. It right. shouldn't be Grant. Grant shouldn't be the guy, but nobody else is the guy apparently. So Grant took it upon himself, right or wrong to try to fire up the team, fire himself up, you know, get under the skin, show a little show a little competitive spirit. I mean, it's the freaking Eastern Conference Finals. God forbid you show a little competitive spirit out there. So, yeah, you know who else, you know Right message, wrong messenger as you, they say. You know who else doesn't think Grant is the guy? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, before you got up here, we've been talking about Grant Williams and what happened there in the fourth quarter. And Bam even suggested that you occasionally start things like that to just kind of get yourself going. Can you tell us what happened in, in the moment there, and did it fuel you down the stretch? Yes, it did. Um, but that's just competition at its finest. Um, he hit a big shot. Um, started talking to me. I like that. I'm, I'm all for that. Um, it, it makes me um, key in a lot more. Yep. And it, it pushes that will that I have to win a lot more. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes me smile. It, it does. When when people talk to me, I'm like, okay, I know I'm I'm a decent player. If you want to talk to me out of everybody that you can talk to, but um, I don't know. It's just it's just competition. I, I I do respect him though. He he's a big part of what they try to do. He switches. He can shoot the ball. Um, I just don't know if um I'm the best person to talk to. Yeah, you do. You're the last person in the world. So, Jimmy, Grant wasn't the answer, was he, to the Jimmy Butler problem? Mm-mm. He said, I'm not the one. He wasn't. Who just asked that question? That's what that what kind of that question is that? That's, what you're that's not what it's about. Um, but I don't know. I, I think so many guys played well for us tonight. You know, Jimmy, Caleb was, was huge, <laughs> as was Bam. Um, and I just think we played high energy, and everybody's going to focus in on that, but that's for sure not the reason why we won the game. No, he's right. What was that right. question? <laughs> he's not going to get dinner with you. Of all the people to talk to, I'm probably not the one. And he's right. He's right about that. Wait, I missed the follow-up, though. <laughs> it was like a statement, wasn't it? Uh, like, so Grant Williams isn't the answer to Jimmy Butler problem or something like that. On, I mean, <laughs> he had something similar in the last one too. He was like, "Is that the end of your question?" He was like, "Champ, no. champ, <laughs> champ." <laughs> oh no, man! What you? I mean, yeah, the uh, Heat beat. Yeah, they're not. Wait, what, what are you doing after? We going out? We sure. Out? See you at the Red Lobster. Yeah, would you agree with that? These guys are shocked. These Heat reporters, are like, yo, we might go to the finals. Like they're. 
<laughs> hey, Jimmy, how about that guy Grant, like, getting in our face in, in the middle up? of the game? What's what are we going to do about this Grant guy? Hey, what should we do about it, Jimmy? What should we do about this Grant guy over here? Who does he think he is talking to us like that? <laughs> Is he back in? Is he back in Joe's doghouse though? He better not be. Oh, Joe's in his own doghouse, man. I, Joe, Grant Joe's did a, he, I mean, obviously the Jimmy Butler thing was 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 bad, but Grant, I thought overall did more individual positive things to help. Of course, him. he was. I agree. And, and so you think he, Jimmy Butler wasn't going to play well. About, right? you, you know, know what's also Jimmy really Butler sad? Jimmy Butler wasn't going to play well in the fourth quarter. You know if Grant really didn't, sad? if Grant didn't challenge him, I'm gonna make them both. Jimmy Butler had nicer things to say about Grant Williams than anybody Grant. on the freaking Celtics did. He did. Can you believe that? Jimmy Butler yeah. had a better answer about Jimmy Butler getting poked than anyone else asking, you know, Jalen Brown, whoever it was, about that situation. Jimmy Butler was actually pretty respectful. I mean, it's not that hard to come up with an answer. <laughs> That's no. one humble superstar, man. That is. Before we continue, before we continue, <laughs> Celtics minus six point, Celtics 6.5. Anybody else? Celtics, 7-5. Not even. It's not even that high up, guys. It's Celtics minus three right now. Okay, that's They fair. were minus 10 for game two. It's changed seven points. So going to back, going to Miami, factor, obviously. And I think I think at this point, you got to give the Heat a little bit more respect than you've been giving them if you're yes, you do. in Vegas. We all do. So Celtics yeah. are still the favorite here. Three points, though. I mean, that's anybody's game at that point. At that. At that number, so yeah, yeah, it is dwindling. Uh, it is dwindling. Uh, it's very dwindly right now. Uh, uh, Tatum brushed it off. Didn't think much of the Grant thing. Happens all the time. So downplayed it. Um, in his post game, he's talking now. We'll get Bobby Manning on for a couple of thoughts, and we'll wrap up the show. Uh, but again, I don't. I don't even know where next to go here, other than. You know, I, is it over? I'm not ready to go there. Yet. I actually don't think so, but it's hard. I can't imagine. What's funny is I can't. I can't say it's over, but I also have a hard time imagining imagining them win a single game because every every minute you're watching, I'm like, Miami's gonna win this one. You know, like it just doesn't feel like they're going to win. So you're waiting to see something different happen. I just don't know if it's going to. Uh, sustained runs, uh, ex exerting their will, getting better looks, better ball movement, get committing on the defensive end like they did in game six and seven against Philly. You're waiting for something to show up. I, I, I know the thought behind going double big was the reason you want, you know, is to focus on defense here. Uh, and that might be why they wanted to start the series with it. It's not working, but it doesn't mean that you can't play defense just because you don't have two tall people out there. Like, you can still focus all of your energy and efforts on the defensive end of the ball, get as many stops, don't give up a bunch of open threes, uh, and just defend better overall and hope that that carries over because the offense is messy and inconsistent right now. I feel like defense you can Max count on. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like yeah. that's you couldn't count on it down the stretch. I mean, you should. Got whatever they want. Team builds this momentum though, especially guys not named Tatum and Brown, and all of a sudden they start going off. You know, Jalen had a rough night. Easily, uh, the worst we've we got, seen. We, this off, we let him off the hook tonight on this show. Really? Not really. I, I was gonna say. I mean, it was awful. It was awful. 
It was awful. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone's going to go Joe. They're going to talk about Grant. Jalen Brown doesn't play horribly both ends of the floor the entire game. They win this game. Marcus Smart doesn't play horribly most of the game. They win this game. You had two of you have three, you had three starters and two of your three best or three most reliable or longest tenured, whatever you want to call it, players just play horribly in this game. Uh, you can't survive that many that many key players having not just not great games but very very poor uh overall games like those guys did and brown was head of the class yeah by far the one of the worst games he's played uh i think it was like one for seven on threes uh couldn't make shots and his defense was real spotty for most of of the night and this is what happens when when he struggles the way he did this celtics team it becomes extremely easy to beat uh because remember jalen is usually the guy that gets a lot of points early on and then kind of disappears for a couple quarters and then comes back at some point in the second half and finishes with 20, 25 points. At no point did you get a sense that he was in a rhythm out there. Uh, and the Heat, I think their defense had a lot to do with that. But so did the fact that I think the Celtics didn't recognize opportunities to get him the ball where he can be impactful, where he can make something happen. Uh, this, this was just a, I mean, this was a bad game. Uh, and it comes back to mental toughness. I mean, are the Celtics, are they, can they be mentally tough to, to withstand two losses at home and make this a series? Because it's not a series yet. It's the million-dollar question, Sherrod. When yeah. it comes to mental toughness, I, 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 don't, I don't think of the Celtics as that mentally tough team. No. But, again, they play well on the road. So they go and win on Sunday. All of a sudden, momentum might shift a little bit. But I just go back to the Heat. Like they're just a, they're just a sturdy, they're just sturdy, man. Like I don't know. Can I can I envision the Heat losing for the next, uh, what is it? How many games? Five. Five. Why not? At so, this point, just if you, you ask Jimmy to do any math at all, yeah, home school, yeah, an, hour, an hour and fifteen minutes into a show, and forget uh, about it. Jimmy skipped home school on that day. How many, How many games are games. left in a seven-game series? <laughs> if you if add one six. team wins two and the other team's going on the road, Jimmy. No, I'm just kidding. Right, right, right. right. Okay, yeah. okay. Carry the, Celt- the, one. the Celtics are on a train traveling to Miami at 75 miles an hour. <laughs> I hated those questions. I'm going to add it right now. Oh, <laughs> And Jalen Brown is Jalen Brown is dribbling out of control, heading right at that train <laughs> at twenty two. And Grant Williams is screaming at the conductor. Okay, he's in his ear. He's distracted. Will the Celtics do they fall get? off the will road? They, will they make it? Will what, they make on it? what day will the Celtics be eliminated? <laughs> that's your that's your math equation. And Rob Williams missed the train. Actually. Oh yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm out of stuff. Chat's got to give me something. The chat is honestly, I hate to say it. This game be it's so far behind. Where was Pritchard tonight? Let's Doing the same him. thing we were watching the game. Yeah. Where he was supposed to be, at least for tonight, man. I don't. Just, wasn't a Pritchard game. No. Yeah. I, is I, any I game think, a Pritchard game? I, I don't think game one was a down by double game. digits and your offense is absolutely dry. Maybe, <laughs> but Geno yeah. time. Geno yeah. time. Well, if you see Pritchard out there, that means something's gone extremely wrong for the Celtics. Sherrod, how about Bam tonight? He was a force, man, and that was a guy that I wasn't sure if if he was – I didn't think that he was going to be this 
in tune offensively? Well, he's, I mean, he, he's basically absolutely, I mean. He's dominating down there. He's dominating Al in every sense of the word. I mean, I, I, he's got Al, you know, in the rotisserie, just, just mm-hmm. watching it just spin over and over again, just grilling away. Yeah. He's got Al in the rotisserie it's right now. It's not great. It's just not, it's not good. And, and you know, I, Al has been so good for this team for so long, but right now he's not getting it done. Bam yeah. is, is clear. It's not just outplaying him. He's just absolutely, again, Eating he's rotisserie him right now. Yeah. He's got Al rotisserie mode. Al's just going round and round, getting baked, round and round, <laughs> just getting baked. Just, just. And it's, it's like, we're all seeing it. And again, like, Missoula's got a front row seat to it, but like, goes back to Al late in the game. I, I just don't get that. I mean, when Bam is dominating down low, I mean, that. I just go back to that. I think his last point of the game, like the offensive rebound and the just the freaking slam over like two Celtics guys, just screams, like just see you later. I mean that was, and he had an offensive rebound I think right before that as well, or at yeah. least kept it alive. Um, yeah. So again, it's just like again outmatched. Whether it's Butler, whether it's Bam, it's it goes back to that. That comment we had where talent isn't just in the X's and O's or in the stats, it's the what do they say? Physicality, uh, mental toughness, all that stuff. All of What's it. up, Bobby? Let's welcome in Bobby. Bobby, you were in listening to a few He's different muted. guys. Still can't, can't hear you. What we an engine. We gotta get off to better starts, Bobby. What an engine. <laughs> We got to get off the better starts. Where have I heard that before? Where have I seen that before? Oh my gosh! We'll try again later. That was Bobby, everybody. Be one of our Bobby. Okay, folks. Thanks for coming out, Bobby. Uh, we'll we'll be right back next. Everyone in the chat is saying double Jimmy, double Jimmy, double Jimmy. Is it that simple, guys? No, that's well, interesting because he got a uh, uh, Joe Mazzula got asked that by by Gary Gary Washburn. Okay, what was the answer? I don't think Joe's feeling the idea. No. Which idea? Doubling Jimmy. Hey, you got me now. We do got you now. I mean, you Good. can't just double Jimmy. I'll, I'll, the rest of the Heat players have proven that they yeah, can certainly can't, score. You can't double Jimmy. You guard him straight up. No. You do the best you can. You let him yeah. get his. That's yeah. it. I agree with and, that. And, and just play. Just don't let other He's people He's killing free. them passing. He's killing, killing them. Passing. He's killing them. How many assists Martin. did he have tonight? Yeah. I think six right or seven, six. but... Um, Bobby, what do you got? We, 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 we've What's talked up, Bobby? enough. You know, the nonchalant Tatum session just, just went through it, said, you know, there's no point in being up here sad. You know, we can go do it down in Miami. And they've done this a million times. You know, we've looked at it and said, oh, they done against Milwaukee and Miami last year and Philly. I'm not ruling them out. This does feel a little different, though. Is that it? How so? Oh, sorry. I thought I lost you. Just yeah, it feels oh, a little I thought you stopped. Or just like, Thank Bobby, you, Bobby, what the hell are you doing? Thanks, Bobby. This feels How's a little it feel different. Because <laughs> they're going on the road down 0-2. It's just a monster hill to climb. you got to play 3-4 and 6 in Miami now. Uh, they haven't been a great home court team, so you don't know how that game five is going to go if you even get there at this point. I don't want to say that ominously, but <laughs> you do have to win another game to get back here now. They've screwed up. They've effed up bad here. And they've given the Heat the confidence, especially guys like Caleb Martin, especially guys like Gabe Vincent, uh, who just – I know you love that play, John, where Brown turned it over on the inbounds after the Robinson three right to Vincent. Mindless turnovers like this throughout. There's certainly a ton here that the Celtics can clean up 
to turn this around. Smart but, made smart made literally every inadvisable pass that was available to him. How about you know? that Tatum like, pass to start the second half? Exactly. But when he and Al got kind of like confused yeah. and you know, but like right smart smart would have numbers and he'd be like, "What's the what's the most difficult pass I could even attempt now?" There it is. Bing, you know, like and it was just like, "Come on, man." Like it's not time. Like value possessions. Again, they, they, Bobby, how much time did they spend talking about like commitment to the small things? Like yep. the small things are don't turn it over on the inbounds oh, with mm-hmm. this with a cavalier pass. Don't force the issue. Make the smart play. Like those are small things. But put a body on people. Don't lose people going back door. Like these are small things. You know that you do. How many points do they cost themselves with small things? 20? I mean, it's it's insane. You can't come back from stuff like that against a team like this. No, and you're going to lose the series if you do stuff like that. The worrisome part is they don't seem to have answers for what Miami's doing, and it's like the bubble three years ago all over again. Jalen had some comments tonight uh, to the effect of, uh, I'm trying to attack mismatches, and guys are cheating in and uh, you know, filling the lane and pinching and all that different kind of stuff and you see that out there there's a ton of help coming in the lane when these guys drive they're not able to attack the mismatches like robinson and vincent and those types they're not uh, able to take advantage on those and that's what led to brown's probably worst night of the season all in all uh, he was just a mess out there decision making wise and uh, with the ball in his hands and everybody added to it certainly and i know you guys had your joke criticisms i asked jason how he reacts uh, to all the criticism coming Joe's way. Are they still defending him? And he said, yeah, he's not out there turning the ball over and missing shots. That's me. Uh, so he's well, putting what, this one on his shoulders. But I asked Joe coming into the game. What's happening with the Tatum disappearing act here? He said he had the ball in his hands a lot. Um, he didn't really have an answer for it. Spolstra um, didn't really want to acknowledge what they were doing on him. So... I think it's just a matter of the offense being, as Marcus Smart said somewhere over the last couple of weeks, a little random. You know, Brown's taking it up. He's kind of doing a back-and-forth game with uh, White random. at the top of the key, and sometimes Tatum's floating in the corner. Uh, same with Brown when Tatum's on the ball. And you know, he did draw a lot of free throws like last game, but the shot attempts just aren't getting up. And all of them were threes, long threes, way behind the line in that fourth quarter. So it's on him. I don't think it's anything the Heat are doing special defensively. I don't think they're scheming up to take the ball out of his hands. And I even asked something like that to Doc about Brown last series. And he's like, we're not doing anything. You know, that's not our, that's not what we're planning to do. It just happened. So I'm sure that's kind of what's going on here with Tatum. It's just this offense not really having the connectivity or the assertiveness to it's get the, the ball in the right guy's bullshit, hands. We've talked about Bobby. this. What's up yeah. with the fourth quarter bullshit? Oh, well, you saw them falling asleep, Jimmy. He really did. You just saw it slipping when they went up. And uh, then once it got down to 2-3 there with four minutes to go, John was texting us saying, what's going to happen? And you couldn't feel great about that situation. The stats are staggering, John, on the crunch time stuff, not only in favor of Miami, but Boston struggles here too. I mean, the Heat won 32 games in the clutch this year. I mean, Spolster was saying post-game, it felt like every game was coming down the last shot for them at one point. Um, So they're dominating these moments. I think they have the highest plus-minus 
after Philadelphia. It might might have passed Philadelphia tonight in the playoffs in those clutch situations. So you feel great if they're in that situation. You know they're going to get the offensive rebound. You know Butler's going to make the right pass or the turnaround pull-up, which he was just killing the Celtics with. Or Bam's going to be in there grabbing a putback, like a couple huge offensive rebounds for him. thought the Celtics got killed on the boards tonight. That goes back to the Rob stuff, John. Uh, stunning to not see him out there. Much Although Rob forward. only had three rebounds, but again, I think those stats are always a little skewed because he's 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 doing a lot of. Tap he was getting outs pulled out of the paint, and, he, and and other times he wasn't there. And Tatum picked up the slack, grabbing some rebounds too. So I don't think he was getting murdered on the glass. But do you think but, that's but, yeah. what it is with Rob? Well, we know Joe. I think generally doesn't have enormous trust for Rob. But do you think it's the fact that they kept switching him out on the perimeter, Butler especially? I think that, that might have been that was a bigger problem in game one than it was game two. No, it wasn't a huge problem tonight, but it happened. So I wonder if they just get scared of him being in that spot rather than Al. Who I think they yeah. get scared of everything. I think we talked about this guys before. I think Rob is experiencing what Joe, what what Brad experienced a few right. years ago with the trust factor with Rob. He doesn't do all the things that I want, and there's a trust issue. And again, this goes back to why Smart was playing when he was playing so poorly over White, and why Rob was playing wasn't playing when when Al was playing so poorly. And it's uh, it's a trust issue. Like it feels safer. Uh, to play those other guys, but you're not in the moment. Like, guys, is that an e- is? It seems easy when you're not, you know, the coach, and when you're watching it like we are. Was this an easier? Was this an easier or difficult decision with with who to play down the stretch here? Josue, Sherrod, anybody? It shouldn't have been that hard. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the way this game was was going, you know, Al was getting again rotisseried all game long by Bam and Rob wasn't i mean rob wasn't locking him down but rob seemed to i thought i was playing a little bit better at that end of the floor uh and you know smart just never really seemed to kind of put his imprint on this game you know he he, he never made that you know he's he's typically makes that one defensive play that you're like oh this could be the catalyst to get him going that never came never happened so, uh, I, so I, I turned to joe sway when they did the when they subbed them in with about uh, what was there, 49 seconds left after the Tatum free throws, the three free throws that got them within two, because it looked like they were about to do some offense-defense there, and I thought he was coming in for Al, but they put him in for Brogdon, and then they gave up that bucket to Vincent that made the four-point game, eventually, essentially the icer there, but um, they started doing offense-defense with Rob and Brogdon rather than Al and Rob, which I think just shows that Al's going to be out there no matter what, uh, no matter the matchup, no matter... Uh, who's how he's playing, you know, what, what the alignment is because Brogdon was the one coming in and out with Rob, so they were going double big in that spot late for offense defense. Yep, and I think that just sort of explains as much as anything is that they want Al out there, even though Al has had a tough series so far. And you know, I, I gotta look at the numbers, Sean, but doesn't it feel like Al's guarding Bam a little bit more than Rob? Like, yeah, that yeah. seems to be yeah, their, I think so. their plan I think, there. I think Joe Joe likes that. I mean, obviously, tonight wasn't a good example of it, but, you know, he was asked about it during his uh, <clears throat> post-game press conference, and he's he was pretty defiant. Well, not defiant, but he was saying, like, look, I've been doing this all the entire postseason. I mean, Al always finishes. So I feel like him saying that was sort of like, I'm not even – I haven't even – and he, hasn't even crossed my mind to, right. to take him and out. double big tonight. I know you got your eye on this, John. Yeah. I just think he always he's always thinking that there's gonna be that bounce back. He's gonna make that play, you know. Like, I hear you. You know the blocks on Embiid, you know, especially down the stretch. You know, he yep. made some big plays in that series. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Bobby. He hasn't he he hasn't arrived in the series yet. How, how many minutes for double big tonight? 
just five. whatever the first four minutes, and then they never did it again. Yeah. It was a minus 55 in those first five minutes. Net rating again? Minus 55. So it was, a, it was a minus net rating, you mean? Yes. It was a minus 50 in nine minutes in game one. Again, ridiculously small sample sizes, but it's 63 it's like, offensive it's, rating. It's yeah. so, it's so bad. It doesn't matter how bad, how big the sample size is. It's so bad. It's literally on fire. So why like, start it? it? Like, why, it's like, it's so obviously bad. Like, like get it out of there. Anybody would be like, it. this looks bad. Anybody, oh my God. This is this mangled. <laughs> this isn't fire. how the you game's gotta, supposed to be played, right? Got to get it out of here. <laughs> Those numbers are un unbelievable. But the minutes, really, John, why start it if you're not going to use it? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I thought I was surprised to hear Joe went back to it today because I knew he wasn't going to use it. And he only used it for those first yeah. five minutes and they never went back to it. New York Times pitch bot. Are the Celtics too talented? Um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know, man. I, it's again, it's, I, we talked about this a little bit with Joe. I, I don't know. It's like Sherrod made the great point early. He's just, it's a delayed reaction to things, you know, like it's. A Is he in trouble guys? I mean, look, Everyone define trouble. trouble. Like, is he <laughs> coaching for his job? No, no, he should. I... He should be. I'll put it this way. I'll tell Sherrod. you this. I'll Why tell not? you this. If you not have, yet, but if, if the thing if, goes south. But here's the thing. Practically speaking, you extend a coach. He's year one. They had a pretty good year. They make it this far. It doesn't seem like the type of thing that you would do. But that doesn't matter. What matters is whether Brad's sitting up there and is having buyer's remorse and thinking, I did screw up. I don't know that he's the guy. I'm actually pretty certain he's not the guy. And But I'm not going to be able to fire him if we go to the finals. But if they go down embarrassingly here, I've got my reason, and I am going to do it. So if Brad's made up his mind, he made a mistake, or he's not the guy, absolutely he could get fired. People just assume it's not the thing that you do in a situation like this. But people aren't right all the time with this sort of stuff. It really matters if – do you – do you feel good about it, and do you have enough cover? They absolutely have enough cover if the Celtics go down in flames here. They absolutely yeah. do. They do. But but, uh, again, but then is also, is Wick going to allow you to pay two coaches depending on how much you gave here? And that's another component that you really? never really know. Well, if he but, does, it'll be like, Brad, you can so fire I agree him. With you. I got to write another check? You're coaching. If that's the case, you're going right. to do both. Right. I, I agree with you. I don't think he would be fired. But – does I didn't say that. High I said level. he might be fired. <laughs> yeah, he said the opposite. I said oh, the opposite. Okay. I said, I said it makes the sensible thing is to not fire him, but if Brad right now believes right. it's not the right guy, he I do believe there's enough cover in the Heat series to, if they lose, if they go It'll down. It'll be interesting. It's a conversation it. for another day, but yeah, you know, we've seen what's happening the, There's the never league. been so many good coaches available right now. Hans, right. where you been, man? So that's the yeah. thing, Jimmy. Can you attract? Can you attract a high-profile assistant, a defensive guy? Maybe. What are you gonna do? Um, bring in an assistant to actually coach? Like uh, we're so past that now. That's the tricky thing, John. Like, because what would that's you what change? you do when you're rebuilding. That's what you do when you are. You know, you're just there. Are clear steps between you and being a legit title contender. You already passed that bridge. You've I know, but I'm just I'm just trying to forecast if this goes sideways, Gerard, what changes because I don't I think all of us look at it and say realistically, Joe wouldn't go. 
the player personnel on the team. I think there's tough decisions there across the board, and none of them are easy to make. Um, so what changes? I mean, they've lost a lot of assistance. I think there's almost, there's almost a and necessity. Anyone got Grant? Did you guys send Grant to Ahmed? I'd love to get the Grant stuff up. Oh, I got you. Okay. Send it to him. Um, I'm going to play Tatum real quick. Uh, did I play this bite already? You no, said he was kind of. We haven't heard Tatum yet. Said he was kind of blah about it. Here's Tatum. Jason, we've seen you after a lot of tough losses. You seem particularly upbeat tonight. Are you encouraged? Or it's pretty good. How do you feel going down 0-2 to Miami? Uh, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's a challenge. And, uh, I mean, there's no point in being up here sad and shit. Right? They, uh, they came in and won two games. They played well. You give them credit. Uh, but, you know, we're not. We're not dead or anything. We got a great opportunity, you know. I still have the most confidence. Everybody has the most confidence. Um, and we just got to get ready for game three. Are you guys capable in all ways, physically, mentally, talent-wise, to win four out of five, which you are going to have to do? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. My favorite. Again, delayed response. You see the delayed response again. My favorite, yeah. My, my favorite question post game though was for him, why he was at his locker for so long. <laughs> I think answer? that one's that one's been overdue. Hey, you say you just want to chill, take a deep breath. It's mice on his legs, and that's uh, nothing compared a little to what we waited for. Years felt ago. a little, felt a little tired with the eight thirty start. Try waiting said. for Rondo and friggin' uh, KG. And KG. Oh my John, God. he said he was a little. Were they on their phones little, though? Tatum's a huge phone guy. That Those guys would literally five. like leave, like go have a meal, come back and work out, and then do media. You know, John. Though he said he said Just he felt the, with us. He, he said, said he, he felt, felt what? The, felt a little tired with the eight thirty start. That was another reason. Uh, Who said that? Uh, it's an hour later. Don't you say that, that to me. It was Tatum one hour later. Than it, it was. Like. It's past. It's past Deuce's bedtime. I can tell you that. But you yeah. you should be able to hang out. Was Deuce mm-hmm. was Deuce there tonight? Jason Tatum said that. Deuce was in the locker room, you know, trying to hype him up, uh, you know, yeah, jumping yeah. all over him. Oh, you saw that too? Yeah. It's a freaking after care. the game. He doesn't, give a, there, he doesn't give a f about okay. this game. Yeah. He's usually the one again, who. My twins, who are exactly the same age, have been asleep for five hours. Yeah, we'll um, be talking yes. about that. Eleven thirty, Josue. Ish. Twelve. My hot take: Too many kids in the locker room at home games. It's not a daycare center. Get fired up for the game. Get in the zone. Get the kids with this other This is post-game, people. Jimmy. Okay, yeah. well, pre-game, pre-game. I'm talking pre-game. I don't think there's kids in there pre-game. Yeah. Well, not that I know, know. of. Jimmy, stay know. with it. Stay with it. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. I'll let them talk you out of that. Keep the kids the somewhere else. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, tell them. We want to be factually correct here. <laughs> no, no, no. Jimmy, I, Jimmy's trying to say he wants everyone focused, all right? Yes. I want everybody in the zone. Headphones on, listening to whatever music gets them fired up. The kids are, are off with somebody else. I don't care. Here's the thing point. about Tatum. Nobody oh, wants ahead. him sad. Nobody wants him sad. Yeah. Or I'm angry. I would like mad. You know? Yeah, I know. Every, every post game Grant was the only exactly one mad. The same. I, I thought I played the wrong monotone. bite. I think he said sad and shit last time, too. It was the um, exact same presser, more or less. Yeah. You just played the exact same thing. I don't care about sad. Like, again. Uh, yeah, be angry. Anyway, um, what were you going to say, Bobby? I just want to throw in a Grant thing, of course. 
Is he really getting? Is he really getting blamed for this one? Like that's going to be everybody's story tonight. Um, a little, but not not fully. Not, like not rationally. Because he because he, he bumped Butler or whatever and got in his face. Because he's a I'm, dummy. But it, it, he's not the reason they lost. No, he's, he's not, very good. I thought. Nice, nice to see him off the bench tonight. Sherrod was yeah. excited. What did you like about what you saw? Oh, was, uh, nice We've three. talked about Grant for a while. So you nice go. three to put him up nine. Some switchability. You can get out on these guys. Um, he did have a tough <laughs> miss inside where he was kind of posting up, spinning into oblivion against Bam. And, of course, he gave up the and one to Butler. But you feel better about him on Butler than... Pritchard or whoever other options you have off the bench there. I just think you need his change of pace. And yes, he's going to be talking. Yes, he's going to be getting in scuffles. But isn't that a little bit of intensity that you're looking for? I mean, how is that going to be a bad thing after this? I, I don't get it actually because what's just funny someone who is cares when the energy shifted and it was going well, it was good. And you know, people are like, "Oh, I love the energy." And then Jimmy Butler starts scoring, and you're like. Uh, you know, you think Jimmy Butler's not hunting the Grant matchup if Grant didn't get in his face? Of course he freaking is. That was the matchup. He's mm-hmm. he's doing that all day long. So I mean, it's stupid. It's it's my story. I mean, it was the young. There round is one. there. Listen, people want people want to be on one side of it or the other. You can be you can you can believe both things. You can believe that Grant played well. You can believe that Grant probably isn't anywhere near the level of Jimmy Butler and maybe shouldn't get so um, emotional. It just looks dumb, but it's not the reason they lost. It just looks dumb. John, it's not the – there isn't one reason they lost. There's only one. You have to pick it. Go. You you got to write a lead, Jimmy, remember? Yeah, it wouldn't be that. But it would would be another fourth quarter. It would be Jimmy Butler would be in my lead, of course. But you can't talk about Jimmy Butler without talking about that – Situation okay. that occurred. Everyone, write your lead right now. Sherrod, go. <laughs> Mental toughness. Yeah, that's your lead. That's, that's that's a, that, Boston dash. That that will be the that will be the central theme. That you know, yeah. this point in the season, talent it can get you here, but it's not going to get you over the hump. The team that's meant more mentally tough is going to get over, and and clearly, Miami's been a more mentally tough team. That's why they're up two zip. Joe Sway, what's your lead? My lead is uh, act. As if you're the team that wanted more and you're running out of time. I mean, that's just really what it comes down to. I, I just feel like the Celtics team, again, like I've been saying throughout the show, getting He's bullied. Long leads. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> that was it. No, period. Like, you saw this. See, you heard oh, the okay. same. <laughs> Those are <long laughs> yeah, Bobby, what do you got? Uh, you know, I love a good scene. Bam, You're a scene setter. Jalen Brown dribbled the ball up the court yeah, yeah, very fast. Jason lead. Tatum crossed over half court. Brown missed him, looked over to his right. There was yep. a double team. He couldn't get it quick enough. Bam, <laughs> walking like that. across that logo. I thought, he was gonna, I thought he was going to stomp it at the Bobby end there, Lump. but he just kind of swung his fist to the crowd. There was a lot of moments tonight where the Heat just looked like they got these guys. You know, like we, Caleb Martin was kind of getting in Brown's face at one point after hitting a two and there was just so many moments like that from this game. Bam, swinging on the rim at that put back. I mean, these guys are just tough. And again, John, you know, I don't get this team and I never will. But I understand it a little bit more just having seen it close up a couple times yeah. now. Um, they just, you said this last night, John, like it sounds dumb, it sounds goofy. 
it, it, it's it's so simple but like that want that intensity that fight that scrappiness all those cliches just toss them out maybe i'll put those in the story too that's where they're owning boston right because when boston went on the runs tonight and when they went on the runs in game one double digit lead 19-2 run they're just blowing these guys away on talent but when they take their foot on the gas and the heat start playing harder they lose those leads quick i mean this was the same game as game one wasn't it lose a double digit lead before halftime go to crunch time lose that and you're down 0-2 yep yep that's my yeah, game my story. lead my lead <laughs> Jimmy Butler couldn't help but smile as Grant Williams barked at it in his face it. down the court. He had every reason to smile as the I final buzzer sounded. I knew you were going to put Grant in your lead. But he had every reason to smile as the final buzzer sounded, and the helpless Celtics find themselves in a 2-0 hold after a hey, I think Jimmy takes the cake. That's a good one. Quarter. That's a really good I one. I had more time That's... to think about it. No, it is good. Can I Just steal that, that, Jimmy? Absolutely. It's all yours, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Butler shook his head. He knew what was coming. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, Bobby, if you did that, he's gonna he's gonna screenshot it and, and figure it out. Before. All right, Just make sure you write. Right. Jimmy just kind of contributed to this article. Yeah, at the bottom. <laughs> no, but honestly, that that and right or wrong, that's what's gonna stand out to everybody who watched this game. It's not saying that's why they lost, but that was this flip that switched Jimmy Butler. In his own words, Bobby, I don't know if you were there for the post game. Jimmy Butler admitted that yeah. that kind of fired him up a little bit now my whole thing is this okay so let's say grant williams does that does that where where are the rest of the celtics to fight back just because jimmy butler flipped a switch doesn't mean the celtics can't flip it back i mean you've got jason tatum you've got jalen brown you've got guys on this team who should be able to go toe-to-toe with jimmy butler and stop acting like he's the boogeyman it's got ptsd from the bubble so that's where i'm at with it Everything sucked. It's not just Grant. It's Grant. It's the it's the non-reaction from the Celtics. It's the lack of execution down the down the stretch in the fourth quarter. It's everything. So Grant helped, yeah. and the re- reasons you that you already mentioned that Grant helped on the court. But I think Grant gets himself into trouble, and that's probably why he finds himself on the bench a lot more often than maybe he normally would. I think You're that right. he gets under. I think that that's probably why Missoula doesn't play him sometimes. Is stuff like that. And listen. If you're Grant Williams, you're a role player. You're the eighth guy on an eight-man rotation. You, you again, right message, wrong messenger. And unfortunately, Grant Williams found out the hard way. His teammates don't have his back. Hate to tell you, the only guy who had something good to say about Grant Williams after the game was Jimmy Butler. You think you think that was why Jalen said the no no or next question? Feels that way. Yeah, because he probably thought what Grant did was stupid and he didn't feel like talking about it. Right, yeah. which is wrong. Which is wrong. J- Jalen Brown shouldn't feel that way, and that's the problem with this team. Right? You think he'd feel that way if they they still won? Like it, it's Jalen Brown should matter. be coming to the defense of uh, at least of Grant Williams. At least we exactly it, yeah. right on the right. court he would, he would, and after he would the game. Be talking about how you know this is uh, something that Grant does, and he wouldn't say like I don't know why Missoula hasn't didn't put him in sooner, but it would kind of you know allude to that a bit. And I feel like no one would even be you know obviously for. Celtics fans, they wouldn't be, obviously, but for his teammates to go out there and say no comment, it's like, come on, man. Like, what are you mad at him? You really think this he had a big reason, a hand in his loss? I mean, come on. You guys got he was the one that showed toughness out there, you know, from the very beginning, too. He stripped the ball away from Bam out of bio. You know, he he hit hit some shots on offense. And yeah, sure, he did. 
poke the bear or whatever, but he got into Jimmy Butler's face. That's competition. It's the Eastern Conference Finals. At least someone did it. No. It's competition. It's just that he's no competition for Jimmy Butler. That's that's the problem, Joe Sway. So if you don't have anyone else ready to back you up, then that this is what happens. The intensity thing's unbelievable. I mean, they, these these are regular. These yeah. are January. These are January regular season issues happening in May. Back to back games after a loss. I mean, I had a bad feeling coming into this one, John, because yes, we've seen them be at their best after some of these awful losses. But their energy just seems to be decreasing with each passing round and each passing game and the practice. No, it's not. I mean, round. honestly, that's that's my lead. It's the same exact thing. It's it's about the energy. It's the focus. You know, it's that's that's well, exactly. I, I asked Sherrod this. The, the Celtics may at some point show up and play with that requisite energy and focus, but it's probably already too late. Like that's it. Like, what do you think is preventing them? You can from find doing it and that. flip that switch. I don't think they actually know what it is. Like, and that's a they don't. They don't actually know what that next gear is. They've never accessed it. They've won based off of talent mainly, or last year defensive intensity. Right now, they uh, I said it early. They're a little bit rudderless. They don't actually have an identity. We've talked about no. that whether that was a problem all year long. What are they, when they need it? What do they do to to win? And in Philly, they it found threes. it. They dug down, got stops, but this team doesn't have that. Uh, and when another team takes it, takes what you do well away, you know, uh, and what the Heat have done a little bit with the Celtics, they don't really know but, how to. They don't actually know how to impose their will. But I also don't think they know. Like, I, I, do you see Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum doing? crazy hustle things ever no. i'm not saying they're lazy but do you see them doing those things fighting being gritty you know things like things like that like how many tommy points do those guys have like over the course of their careers not a ton right you know like that's just not a thing that they do what yeah, pull up the Tommy Point stats. Let's pull it up. There's somewhere there, but you know what I mean? If you were actually – guess Tommy would be rolling. If you were keeping score, there's not a lot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll give you that. I, I, so you mentioned it's a moment It's in NBA advanced the... stats. It is. You mentioned – Jimmy knows why I'm you laughing. Mentioned... <laughs> you mentioned oh, a you moment there. Yeah. The... I just taught myself. You mentioned a moment during the game, John, too, that I obviously didn't see. So Spolstra was in the huddle saying something the effect of – Share like, it. Share got... it in the, in the text. Go ahead. Oh, man. okay. Yeah. So he said something in a huddle to the effect of um, – like if the – I'm going to pull up the exact quote you sent, but um, like if they're not hitting threes, we got them or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about this, Bob. Yeah, we I mean, talked about it a bit. Basically, Spolstra's saying and that they're only good at one thing, so just yeah. stop them from doing this, and you'll beat them. Do what I told you. Just stop them from making threes, and this—they're—they're they're basically. Right. They're, that's all. Guys, you guys we do talked about this in our two-minute film session on this team. Just stop them from <laughs> shooting right. threes. Remember when I remember when I was walking by with my phone and I looked at you guys and I said, "Just defend the three. See that defend line? The, they have defend, to. They have to hit threes to win. They have to hit they have to hit threes to win. I mean, that's a lot for one of those. You know, those are normally nothing, those little things. That's embarrassing. It's like these losers can really only do one thing, and if you stop them, we win this game easily. And they did. I remember. And it's bold too, because no, those are normally like decided by PR, right, John? Like what gets out of those? And they're like, Yep, let's uh rub this in their face. Yeah. Um, all right, we're done. 
I think we're done. Um, we've you were saying no something, Jimmy, quick? No, it wasn't that important. I remember oh, Phil okay. Jackson got, was on a, was on a in-huddle mic. Uh, this is NBA Finals 2010. And he said something about, like, I forget exactly what it was, but I think it was about Kevin Garnett specifically or getting under their skin or something like that. And I remember asking Kevin Garnett after the game, I was like, hey, uh, Kevin, uh, Phil Jackson had this to say about so-and-so after, you know, in the huddle. He was, you know, he, he was kind of caught on microphone saying this, like, what are your thoughts on that? And he goes, I don't give a shit what Phil Jackson says. And that was the quote. <laughs> was that cool? Cool. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask <laughs> you about that. On Zoom All right, cool. <laughs> Kevin, then, thank you. Was like, back my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch one of the class. many uh, uh, informative answers I got. We're going to wrap. We got more stuff to do. Uh, these guys are we're coming to Miami Celtics, Celtics late, late night guys. So we're going to come hey. out. Oh. Hey, they got Luke. <laughs> they got Luke on the couch and Blake. Uh, Mark they're, they're, they're jumping out graphic. here. Yeah, they're going to do. A great host. They're going to be positive about the game because you this know they're going to bring some show. sunny. You know, these guys are going to be. I would love to see them spin this one. I would. Love they are. They will. It's you know they're going to bring they're going to bring the sunshine. Uh, it's and, always uh, sunny in Australia. And talk about this. it's the first of the floor podcast, guys. Uh, and uh, they're going to be bringing some more post-game action if you want to jump over to that uh, and continue chatting. Uh, basketball, you totally can. A uh, couple things before we go. We want to tell you again, Factor Meals, uh, a ready-to-eat meal kit delivered right to your door. Good to go. Heat it up in a couple of minutes, and you're, and you're done. Uh, really good uh, you know, full meal kit. Go to uh, factormeals.com. Slash Garden 50, 50% off your deal. first box. That's a really good deal. So check that out. And, of course, our exclusive wagering partner, FanDuel. Can't go wrong. Sign up at FanDuel. You know, roll well, the dice here. You can go wrong. Actually, with this deal, you're allowed to go wrong. You are allowed to go wrong. FanDuel.com slash Boston. Uh, no sweat bet up to 1,000 in bonus bets when you get it wrong. Uh, as many of us had almost everything about uh, this uh, series wrong, um, then you get uh, your your money back with a no sweat first bet. So that's a pretty good deal for you. My and prediction, serious prediction, is still in play. I just need the Celtics to win the next four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sign up here, YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You get a lot of uh, extra Celtics content there, including Bobby and Joe Sway's uh, game breakdowns. You can also check out the audio version of this podcast if you want to roll it uh, and listen in the morning. If you jumped on later, you can just watch the rebroadcast on YouTube as well. But little code there, you can scan that, takes you right to it, and listen to the audio version of the Garden Report, which we'll have up by the morning. Yeah, if you've got a one-hour and 52-minute commute, you can listen to the whole thing. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) that's Manchester tomorrow. I might listen to this back. Yeah, we are done. We, we've gone on long enough. Thanks to Sherrod, Jimmy, Josue, Bobby. We will see you guys later. You guys. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win.